Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. We're back. We're back on Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. I'm here with uh, T.J. Miller's impersonator, Triscuit Hurlebutton, and we are breaking out of Guantanamo Bay. If you didn't understand uh, what we're talking about right now, go you back didn't, to the you, got, you didn't hear the last episode. There was a go cliffhanger. Back to, go back you to gotta Guantanamo watch it. You got to go, go back watch there. It. Watch, watch it. it. Yeah, watch the episode. Watch the episode. Relive on the, it. On the area. Yeah. Read the transcript of it. Okay. Be a part of the positive generation. That's right. But we're in Guantanamo Bay. We're going to break Triscuit Hurlebutton out of there, out of here, because he's been wrongfully accused of the murder. I was long for your cruise too. He was wrongfully. I was wrongfully accused. I was supposed to go on Norwegian cruise lines, and they put me on fucking he was carnival. For a I was wrongly accused. We're out in the uh, sort of the stab court, and I'm being blinded by the light. So, uh, Triscuit, can you just take over for a second here? Okay. Blinded by the light. Born up like a door from That's what Okay, so we're gonna break out of here. We're gonna let's hop a fence. You don't have to make that noise. Let's just climb over the fence. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. And let's talk while we're doing it. We're gonna this tape is a show a lot while of the we're stuff that I have out. to do when I do voiceover. Yeah. You're good if, at I do, if I do Out of Training Dragon or anything like yeah. that, a lot of it is going, uh, uh, ah, ah, uh, uh, yeah. It's just like, all, it's called yeah. Walla. It's yeah. just really? nonstop. Yeah, just really? noises for falling, for oh, climbing, for running, for yeah. throwing. And for, they can be used also, you learn a lot for sex and other things, right? Oh, yeah. I've been at home doing this with my lady dog. Uh, ah. Throw that spear over here, dragons. <laughs> we were we were at a section called "Where Were You?" when we started this escape from Guantanamo. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you a quick story. My son uh, came and saw me perform for the first time. Really, I performed at the Chamber of Commerce um, Police, uh, sort of uh, thanking the police. Uh, uh, show in um, right near LAX Airport, and so it was in the daytime, so my son could come. He's three and a half, so he sat in back. And saw my show. Afterwards, what do you think of it, two well, afterwards, in the pudding. Afterwards, here's what he said. He said, "He goes, Dada, I always, 
I was worried it would never end. That's not true. That's what he said. Why did he say that? <laughs> he doesn't really understand my feelings. Even at three and a half, he doesn't quite understand. So he, he just thought it he was too long. He wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. Well, he thought it was too long. He, apparently, my, he told me why. Or he well, didn't like your act, man. Well, exactly. You've got to face that. Well, that's why I You've got to look that in the mirror, too, I, go, I think the crowd felt the same way, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so he's never going to get invited to another show. Well, certainly not. Not until he's about eight. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you, man? Um, God. Where were you? I mean, I've been up and down this goddamn city. <laughs> I love it. Um, I was, uh, you know, TJ Miller is just such a human piece of shit. But uh, he does write to me when I'm in, in jail so here. You know about where he was. So, yeah. Uh, he, um, he went and he actually uh, did some bonus content for the Transformers DVD. So he was at Bay Films and got to see some of Transformers 4, and it is fucking crazy. Really? It's pretty, it's the most Michael Bay thing that anyone, any human being, if Michael Bay sat around for a year and thought about how he could out Michael Bay, even himself, this is that times 10 on steroids. It's amazing. I mean, I, look, I love. It's incredible. And I don't know that I'm very funny. I loved Miami Vice, so I'm really excited to see this well, movie. Well, you, you were on the set of Transformers. <laughs> I know, and I was in the movie. Did you see me, like, running next to the sets yeah. and, and next to the shooting? Did, did I get on? You know, well, you know the bit where you. Because I did try to stick my head in remember, there a little bit. Well, remember when you do the bit where you, you fall over backwards and your butt lands in macaroni and cheese? Yeah. That did not make that it. That did make the cut. <laughs> It's so funny how quick you are just to be like, you always are like, no, that did it, it, it just, it's amazing. It's funny to say nonsense and have somebody else say nonsense, but both people are quick enough and yeah. uh, and say it earnestly enough that it sounds like they're having a real conversation. Yeah, no, well, look, I, I don't think you realize, there was a lot of free time on that set, and I got around a bit. And I, was, I, I tried to get into that movie a bunch of different ways. And that's a story we'll tell later. But, you know, I wasn't just... Because you were trying to do a sneak in. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was trying to sneak into the movie. And we're going to talk about it after it airs because I'm going to see if anything what I got... What if you got in? Well, I hope so. I mean, because oh, I, I was wandering around that set trying to get into the film. And we'll see what happens, you know? You know, I don't know. I mean, I brought some... I found some rope. I found some different uh, sails. I found some things that helped me maybe get into the picture. We'll see. Really? Yeah. Kids stays in the Sometimes I was going aerial over the shots. You were doing just that? Just to try to, yeah, get my foot into the shot. I saw you. I thought you had fallen off of a rope ladder. Yeah. No, there was, there was a lot going on. Because TJ was shooting for like, uh, uh, you were in Guantanamo by then, but TJ was shooting for like 48 hours straight while I was there. So I had a lot of time to kill. Good guy. So uh, in any event. I don't uh, wish you know, that. When I was anybody. flying home on this last trip from Houston, mm-hmm. uh, this is the last where were you of this, and we're going to move it along to essential question of human nature. Essential questions um, of human nature. I just wanted to, actually, this can be an essential question. When I was on the uh, flight home from Houston, this girl next to me uh, drew a picture of me while I was sleeping. Jesus Christ. And then. I looked over, I woke up, and she had drawn a picture of me while I was sleeping, and I didn't say anything, and she kept it. Do you think she took, like, a part of my soul? No, but that's really creepy. It was weird. It to was wake weird. up and have somebody be sketching you, yeah. that's, that's Don't you sketchy. think you should have to ask? That's where that term came from, <laughs> sketchy. If somebody, some dude woke up, and there was, like, a chick in the candlelight <laughs> sketching him. 
It was probably a girl, actually. Right. The girl woke up, and there's just this man in the corner sitting in a Baroque-style yeah. chair, yeah. smoking a cigarette, sketching her. And she's like, who are you? What are you doing? He's like, I'm sketching you. And she's like, that's sketchy. Get the fuck out of my room, you, you old mediocre pig. Oh, like, oh, well. Uh, Yo, fat. Pig! That's what I think you said to him. I have been yelling pig, primarily at Cade, but the two of us have been yelling uh, pig at one another quite a bit, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. I mean, so you think uh, I should yesterday have said she something? said, you're barely, she goes, you're barely even a pig! Would you have said something? <laughs> to? To her and t- said, hey, I, I want that picture. I don't, why would you do that? I, I mean, I, I, I was really torn. I, I, think I wanted to talk to you about it. The, here's the best way to do it. You remember the best way to do it? You should have gone as soon as she finished, you should have gone. Why, thank you so much. Can you sign it? And then that's the thing where it's like, then she sort of has to give it to you. Uh, but I mean, you can also it wasn't say, a like, caricature. It wasn't, it's ugly. It's ugly. The things that you're doing are ugly. You know, it wasn't a caricature. It, you know, it made me think, caricature artists, I don't give them much credit, but they actually give their majesty away. Which Why is hard to say. They give their majesty away. They it give is. it away. They give it their majesty away. They give their they give their art away, and they, they never get to see it again. Give their art away. What about a caricature artist that's unwilling to part with the picture you did of you? That would be that would sketchy. be funny. It's also funny. That would be a funny. Do you think, uh, do you think a caricature artist ever like, does one that's so good that he's like, "I'm sorry, I can't. I'm give keeping you, it. I can't give this to you for five bucks. You can buy it for 150, but that's it." You're like, "No, we had a deal." And you're like, he's like, "No, I'm going to keep like, it." I'm sorry. Great art deserves works. great eyes looking upon it. This deserves on, to be on a wall. Yeah. Right. I don't want you carrying this around a state fair with cotton candy. Uh, can you imagine with cotton candy? And kettle fingers? corn. Get your kettle corn. Get your fingers kettle corn off fingers my away from my piece art. of art from my life's work. This is my life's work. You're going to stick that in your bag? This Give is that the only way that Karen and I can make fucking rent. You understand? <laughs> it's a great uh, sketch. The caricature, She'll be the angry, dead in a month. The angry caricature artist. I love it. Everybody's getting <laughs> more done now that Dernard's dead. What about the caricature artists? Maybe for... Uh, now you're, look, we're here in Guantanamo. I'm here with Trisket Hurlebutton. See, you're so good. You're good at bringing it back. But... Like, people are just tuning into the podcast. They are, you're right, right. Like, they're just flipping through their podcasts. They're, you know what I do? I play a bunch of them it's at like once, a radio station. And then I go back and forth to it. But I like cashing in because cash always reminds us sort of I'm, where he is. I'm resetting. I'm resetting the scene. Where, he, where he is in the program. Because... <laughs> You know, people might have dozed off during the last section. Let's be real. So, oh, let's be real yeah, about it. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm resetting things. And yeah. um, the angry caricature artist. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to say about that. Maybe I shouldn't have reset. I think resetting is fine. Here's the angry caricature artist. He's just like, God damn it. There's not enough about your face to accentuate. Uh, I know what I was going to say. Mug shots. Okay. Hmm. There's no good mug shots. Maybe a caricature artist could make that more fun. So your mugshot is a caricature yeah. artist representation. Because really, the mug shots are terrible. They should at least allow you some makeup. What about a caricature artist who... Is, you think there's any that are having a bad day and they just make people look terribly ugly? They're just like, man, fuck all these people. Like, like here you go. And someone's like, my forehead isn't the majority of my body. And he's like... Yeah, and everybody else, it fucking looks like it is. Next. Give me the five bucks, bitch. You seen my fucking car? I can't find my fucking car. What's your name? Let me look at it. Piece of art. Sheridan? What kind of fucking name is that for a full-grown woman? 
You make me sick, you little baby pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go over the wall right now. Catapult. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, hi. How are you? That was a good job. You made it all the way over. We're halfway out of Guantanamo. Essential questions oh, of human nature. We're out with the, uh, oh, oh, we're out with the, I do a, um, just real quick before you jump okay. into this section. I'm doing kind of a side business. I'm doing weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, mitzvahs too, although I'm not as comfortable there. And then also I'm doing sort of, uh, you know, AA meetings, Narcotics okay. Anonymous type yeah. stuff. Um, and I'm, I just basically I come in and I entertain by doing a uh, an interpretation of Bon Jovi's "Oh, We're Halfway There" in kind of a, a ambiguous accent. You don't know if it's like Swahili or Jamaican <laughs> or what is it, but I do. People have really enjoyed it, and yeah. it's fifteen hundred dollars per event. And I just go in and I, you know, I take the center stage, baby, and I just let that charisma go. And I go, whoa, we up. Where there whoa, we are up where there. Yeah, whoa, leaving on the prayer. <laughs> and the truth is, if you can guess what the ethnicity is, like the, where the accent is from, then I do the event for free. That's how I play. <laughs> well, you know, that's it's, it's ironic because uh, uh, I was about to go to a, a section called Tweeting on a Prayer. I thought that was an excellent duo. <laughs> Actually, it was, that was sort of a whistling it's duet. Kind of a working title. Uh, the working title is Tweedalize, but oh, we thought right, maybe okay. there are others. Some people think it should be called Tweedaletai. Tweedaletai. And so we're doing the whistling thing on weekends. We're going to move on to Tweetalize. I'll go back to essential questions. Tweetalize, TJ, Trisha Hurlebutt, and I want to read something that TJ Miller wrote on March 30th. And this is a series of seven tweets. He wrote, uh, the catastrophic conclusion hit Nietzsche as a millinery insight. All languages formed by metaphysics gravitate around a mythological core. I do believe sometimes, vaguely, that Nietzsche is the prophet and messiah we have waited to return, but no one listened, as he predicted. Or people couldn't handle the idea of criticizing or emoliating past thought systems and morals as he subjected himself to the same criticism. Who knows, though? All I can think about is getting in a snowball fight, but the snowballs are scoops of ice cream. <laughs> And then he then he wrote and then he wrote he did though in some ways die for our sins while attacking with the knife thought with the knife of thought the idea of quote sins and the reigning Christian morality right and then he wrote uh, and asked that we all constantly revalue our values not to follow him or take his dogma as gospel but to create our own changing morality and he died a martyr leaving behind his teachings and thought himself into insanity to try and find out what would save humans from themselves but i mean can you imagine an ice cream snowball fight <laughs> the squishy ice balls <laughs> the soft delicious hits everyone would take ah uh, 
I just wanted to read that to the people because that's why you should follow TJ Miller on uh, on on Twitter. Let me look at these. I don't remember saying. He any wrote of that. This. No, no, no. I, I need. To, I need this. I need that. Hold I need on. That. I'm just gonna look through. You this didn't say it. TJ Miller wrote that. That's exactly right. I'm Triscuit Harlow Button, and it. Okay. But look, let me just finish here. I just think it's you wrote all those. TJ wrote all those very profound things, but just a day earlier he wrote, "I shit my legs this morning." Hashtag scuba pants. <laughs> Pedal pistols. I mean, Gosh, the versatility of of your brain. I don't know about all that. No, seriously, you though, that's take, versatile. You can take dumps in all directions, <laughs> including ones that are about dumping on your legs. I mean, you know, I I didn't <laughs> scoop of pants didn't make any sense. That was something Rose Pedal Pistol said that was like, what? <laughs> but um, when. <laughs> but I mean, the Nietzsche thing's very profound. Scuba pants didn't make any sense. I was like, I should hashtag this. Gotta start wearing pants. And then it was kind of like, way, no, that's stupid. Yeah, the way you're over- and then she said, what about hashtagging it scuba pants? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> does that mean that the shit stays in yeah. with your legs? Yeah. I like. The, I like. The, I think the hashtag scuba pants makes it work for me. Really? Yeah. Ah! Yeah. It makes it funny because that she means it stays. Because if you wear. Uh, Wetsuits, and I, I I like to get in a wetsuit. I, I surf once in a while, or, or uh, you're scuba great at surfing. Don't be humble. No, what I'm saying is that the when you pee yourself, it just keeps you warm the whole time. Now to I shit yourself that. is a whole different. Yeah, thing. that's true. But I love you know urinating in my in, on listen, myself. This is, and then I love when other people will sort of unzip the wetsuit just enough for to urinate in it, and they'll <laughs> keep me warm that way. Yeah, too. Why, why don't we do that? Why don't we let other people urinate in our wetsuits? Why is it there just a little? Why is it flat? just me? That, there that should be urination flat. You're comfortable with you could just piss down the thing. You just say, "I can't pee right now." Here, pee in the flat. I can't, I can't pee right Warm now. Warm me up. I'll I'll pee on you later. Yeah, message. yeah. But listen, this sorry, Nietzsche I can't thing. pee here right now. <laughs> this Nietzsche thing. This is why they created tw- Twitter, so that you know someone could write something that short and you know really condensed. You know, and and really well, get just, it out there. Just, and that's why they created th- Twitter, so that you could do thirteen tweets in a row. <laughs> To express that thought, right? Look, nobody's blogging these <laughs> days. I mean, no one's paying attention to fucking Tumblr. I love how you use Twitter as a, as a blog site. It's I great. love it. Well, in that case, I just did. But it just came up. You know, he, Nietzsche describes himself as the Antichrist. And so I was just thinking about it. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about ice cream. Like, just imagine that snowball fight. You were able to juxtapose both it's beautifully. It's yeah. delicious. I mean, an ice cream snowball fight should happen more often. It's a sticky fight, though. That's really no, 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 no. But then you fight. go in a slip and slide right afterwards. That is all hot fudge. Well, you can wipe, you can wash off all the stickiness with hot fudge. It's ironic you said that. Maybe it's not ironic because you did write on March thirtieth. Slip and slide technology has increased significantly. It's true, and I did. I, I said that just now to bring this up. Yeah. The slip and slide used to just be essentially trash bags mm-hmm. with a hose, just some water. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, you're just you're slipping, right. you're right. sliding, you're right. trying not to go right. into the grass now. They there's fill it up with air. At, there's a pool at the end of it. Right. And they fill it up with air, and it's got a real incline to it. You don't have to find a hill anymore. Yeah, there's, it can be in your on your port on your front yard. Yeah, but you can, bouncy you houses. Front yard anyway. Well, no, yeah. no, but that's right. There's like arches that are spraying water down, and you know you got to avoid a crocodile that will fucking bite into your thigh meat. You can make, you can make the case though that our childhood was better than their childhood now, even though the technology has improved because we had more freedom. I, I mean, in my neighborhood, you just you're like six years old. They put you on a bicycle and say, "We'll see you before dark." And and now it seems like parents have to watch their kids a lot closer. What do you yeah. think about that? 
Well, I think you make a case for both. They have better technology, better slip and slide technology. Yeah. They have uh, better video games, no doubt about that. Mm. Right? Um, right? Mm-hmm. Better access to music. I mean, mm. it was not easy to, you can't carry around, uh, you know, a uh, vinyl uh, record player. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I mean, it might be better. It's, it's, it might be better in those ways, but I do think we had more freedom in our childhood. What do you think? I, I know certain people, it's, that's more geographical, actually. No, but there's, you're right, cell phones make it hard. Like, I yeah, you could disappear. You could pager. disappear. Yeah. My mother made me get a pager. Yeah. You could disappear when you, you know, when, at my age, there was no she way of them reaching you. Yeah. yeah. You'd made the deal like, I'll be back right around sundown, and then you're, the day was yours. There was no checking in. Nobody expected that. And if you didn't show up after Sunday and you get in trouble, but there was no way they could like reach you or find you. No, Basically, they couldn't you could find escape you. to different families every week. Yeah, absolutely. And if you had a friend mm. where the food was better, you could spend most of your time there. And they could not track you down. I had a friend where there was, was your a lot house of tasty the one that treats. was good treats at your no, place or not good treats. Good treats. So I Ma- had good Mac treats. Mac house, couple uh, couple couple blocks over. Mac had the treats. And what were the treats? Just all all candy, all ice cream. Every, you know, just all sugar all the time. Guy across the street. There's a sign on the door, all sugar all the time. There's like uh, someone that owned a house in our neighborhood. I used to go over there. We play video games because they have the cool video game system. And in the closet, there was just boxes of vintage Playboys. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I mean, those are the snack treats. Those oh. are the sweet, sweet treats. Oh. Did you ever like go over there and just give yourself a Canadian handshake? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really know. I mean, I tried, but I, I was, you know, I would go in there and take a little look-see. All right. I want to I talk about sexual questions of human nature. We're going to double back for a second. Let me ask you a question. I'm being serious. Are monks kind of selfish assholes? Monks? What do you mean? Why? Because I think that if you separate yourself from society so much where all you're doing is meditating. Here's the question. Can you over-meditate? I've been getting into meditation a little bit. Let me finish here. Stop interrupting me, Triscuit. But yep. you, can take t- you can have too much of a good thing, right? We agree. You can get in a bath for so long that you're, you, know, you start to, uh, what's the word? Where your skin... Prune up. Prune up, right? I think if you meditate so many hours per day and you separate yourself from society for too many years... I'm asking you this because you've been in solitary confinement. Yeah. It's not, you're not, like, it's, it's kind of selfish at a certain point. Like, what are you, what are you uh, extracting yourself from? How much more peaceful could it be to not have any human contact for six years? I think at a certain point, we have an obligation to make the world a tiny bit better than we found it. And I don't think you're doing that by just uh, thinking about or uh, uh, calming yourself for six years at a time. That's all I'm saying. What do you think? Can you, can you overdo it? Excuse me. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Don't we have an obligation to share whatever little skill we might have with the world? And are you doing that by meditating? I think so. I mean, to recede, I don't know. And I'm not sure what exactly happens from those people, you know, those monks doing that meditation. I don't, do they come up with great ideas for new sandwiches? I think that's where all the Dorito Loco Tacos... That's where, that's and, where Doritos Jacked came like, from? Yeah, when... Hey, yeah. somebody in Utah gave me Doritos Jacked, and thank you for doing oh that, buddy. Oh my god, that was somebody awesome. else was talking somebody about it too. Jacked. I gotta say... And I got drunk and ate it so, that night. Really? Yeah. And it's disgusting. Well, that night, it was something... Did you like it? There was something sort of... Ugh. I perceived myself as a martyr, but I ate it. 
Well, yeah, you're a bit of a martyr. <laughs> seriously, I'm serious about this because I've been meditating a lot uh, the last six months. I took a class called the Mindfulness Stress uh, Reduction, um, and it's like a it's it's you know I'm trying to do it to try to learn how to maybe calm myself a little bit. Uh, it seems weird that I don't have a technique for uh, calming myself enough where I'll just be able to fall asleep, that kind of thing. Like I don't think I should need a drug to fall asleep. No, um, definitely not. You know what you it's, can it's do is you can mindfulness give yourself, based stress reduction MBSR. You can Check give it out. It's really good. Handshakes. That's as, a good way. Until you Actually fall asleep. Actually, do that before I meditate. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. Sometimes during. It's, yeah. Yeah. But usually I'm uh, meditating on how it's I'm. It's called Canadian be able to do meditation. It. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, and I've, I've gotten better at it over the last six months. But what I'm saying is, when I meditate for more than like two hours in a day, yeah. I start to feel like it's almost indulgent. It's almost selfish. Like because we, I, I don't feel like I'm. It seems. And I'm not, I don't know. What do you think? Well, you're someone all, that's always working. You have a great work ethic, and you, I mean, even here in Guantanamo, um, Guantanamo, you built, you, you, you obviously built some statues. I mean, it looks like you've done some great caricature work. Yeah, I built some statues uh, that are actually caricatures of famous statues. That's Venus de Milo, <laughs> but she has arms. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, I mean, call it what you will. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. So you're going to say yes to that? Well, too much. Yeah, monks are selfish. Assholes. Monks They're are selfish assholes, assholes. And, it's, and too much meditation is a bad thing. Okay. It has to be. Okay. Uh, one more essential question: uh, Have you ever met a nice dry cleaner? Yeah, there's this dry cleaner called Sloan's. I've had some bad luck <coughs> in Los Angeles, but yeah, possible. for the most part, people are not. That industry think it's not is, is not conducive to friendly yeah. cheerfulness. Yeah. Let's move along to tiny opinions. Tiny opinions. Tiny opinions. Teeny tiny. Can I ask an essential question yeah. real quick? I love it when you come up with... Uh, is it possible for any airline to get it right every single time? No. No business can get it right every time, but they could, they could apologize and show some remorse. Right? The only place that's done that is uh, American Airlines. Shown remorse. Delta is just such a piece of shit. Um, I see. I've gone. I, I at any given I time, said, I have I a feud with pile, one of the one I, of the. I, I almost said pile. I almost said pile of shit, and then I turned it into peace halfway through, <laughs> because I didn't want to give them the satisfaction of being a large quantity of shit. They're just a little <laughs> piece of it. So I went. Delta is such a piece of shit. Inside scuba, of in, shit. Hashtag scuba pants. Hashtag Scooby. <laughs> now, I, I can't, I can't go with you on this because I would say this to you, um, and I'm about to say it. And that's what I always do. Before I'm about to tell you something, I say I would say this, and then I do say oh, it. you do. Um, I'm always having a feud with one of the major airlines, and it just yeah. so happens you're American right now. For me right now, it's United. I'm always having a feud with one of the airlines. If you travel a lot, it seems like that's what ends up happening. I love, I love American. I've really? never really done me wrong. I but, like uh, Southwest and Virgin, but I've Southwest got burned, I've got burned by American. Virgin is good, too. But yeah, United and Delta are just becoming the Greyhound buses of the sky. I would say Delta's the worst. And everybody's angry about it. Yeah, I would say Delta's the worst. You think Delta's the number one battle? I think so. I think you're right. But Ameri- uh, United's close behind. Yeah, United's in trouble. I mean, who was it that combined with U.S. Air or Airways? Because that was like American. Combining, yeah, two. Okay, but that U.S. Air isn't great. So we'll no, see they're that, the worst. We'll see if that brings and them down. And they said, "Oh, U.S. Airways brought bought American Airlines, but <coughs> Americans doing it right." Um, tiny opinion. Um, you know, the late checkout. Okay, the hotel. Yeah. You say I'd like a late checkout, and they go, 
Um, can you call in the morning and see if that's possible? No. The whole reason I want the late checkout is so I don't have to wake up in the morning. Give me the fucking late checkout. Like, it makes me so angry when they say that. Well, I'm going to set an alarm to find out if I can not sleep. I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. It doesn't make any the sense. The whole point of the late checkout is for me not to call you in the morning. I think that you should always be able to check out late, but it's a tough thing because I hate when they say you can't check in until 4 p.m. It's like, then what? I didn't get the hotel room for the day, it's just for the night. God damn it. And also? Fucking Delta Airlines. <laughs> Delta does it every time. Also, have a clock in your room in the hotel that I don't need to put most of my clothing over to block the sun that's basically coming off of it? How bright do your clocks need to be? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to walk around a hotel room before I go to sleep and find all the areas where the brightness is going to come from. And you have to put towels over it? takes quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah. Why? Huh? You really do? Because I want it dark. You want it real dark? I want it dark. Well, this is a man that showers in the dark. I shower in the dark. I want it dark. You understand dark? Do you know that I've started showering and going to the bathroom in the dark? Well, you were in solitary confinement for a while. You had no I choice. Try and, you know what I try and do is I try and do as much natural light as possible lately. <laughs> Have you been showering in the dark, seriously? Yeah, I do it sometimes. So you've tried it. You like it. When the shame overwhelms, <laughs> that's when I shower in the darkness. <laughs> Let's jump over another fence here. <laughs> oh. oh. Are you Okay. Yeah, I just got really excited about my lottery winnings uh, just then. Practical living in the modern in age. Shut up, Margaret. I'm in the tub. Bring a sword to Benny Hanna's. Really freaks out the chef. Wh- why not? If you get involved yourself. Make them pick Bring it up a notch. Sword. Yeah. Yeah? I like the fear, the fear that Bring they- katanas. Yeah, what are those? They had the little Michelangelo had him in the <laughs> ring little katanas and say, Hey, buddy, you want to throw a couple calamari my way? And catch them all, ring toss style. Come on, buddy. You want to throw a shrimp in your hat? Watch me throw a shrimp in the cat. Bring some rings. Throw them on the other guy's sword. You can do Here's that. another one. And this, is, this has really been working for me, and I'm very serious about this. And you're going to be at restaurants soon because you'll be out in the general population again. Because we're going to break you out at Guantanamo. I know. I'm, I'm strangely not that excited one way or another. Really? You've yeah. kind of enjoyed it in here. I made some good friends. This this guy, Roy, who's just, he's such a blast. He blew up a couple buses in Ireland. He's hilarious. Well, it's good to see you again. I'm glad to see you've gained a little weight back. Looks like you're about 14 pounds now. I heard you had lost a lot of weight on that bacon fast. Well, I was on bacon fast. fast. You were only eating eating bacon bacon fast when they brought it to you? Yeah, yeah. But they weren't bringing you that much bacon, apparently. Yeah, in fact, T.J. Miller kept promising that he was going to come and bring me some bacons. Let's talk about your anger. Are you a little bit angry at Cash Levy and T.J. Miller? Yes, of course. And I'm stop Cash referring Levy. Stop referring yourself Just to third person. Jesus. <laughs> Are you a little bit angry? Yeah, I feel like a pig. I feel like a sad, lonely pig. <laughs> yeah, and then you laugh at me. This is serious. When you're ordering food, when you're out in the general population again, this is the best way to say. Because you know restaurants, sometimes they'll make a dish and it's not as good as the previous time you were there. I've been doing this. It's working. I'll say, can you make it, uh, can you make it extra juicy? It was extra juicy last time. And they will not mess up on the sauce. Extra juicy. Try it. It'll be twice as tasty. <laughs> say, don't say, because you can't say, can you make it taste better this time? That's not going to work. Can you make it taste good like it did last time? That's not going to work. You say, can you make it extra juicy? They really they went all the way with the juice last time. 
and, and it wait, works. For, what is it this works. for? What's this for? It's it's uh, there's like this Chinese food restaurant that I eat at where it works really well. Um, there's a uh, uh, Italian place where it works. Make it extra juicy. Extra juicy. And then it could be for pasta dry, or whatever. Don't bring me a dry piece of meat. Oh, so you're you're you do it with the meat, chicken, fish, any kind of meats. Make sure, yeah, any if you're gonna order any kind of meats, extra juicy. Okay, don't bring me something dry. It's especially important with chicken. Don't have them bring it. Yeah, now I think you should try to Chick Fil A. I don't know if it would work there. You know, somewhere it's just chicken. We should do that. Extra juicy. I would love that. Yeah, it's basically like saying make it taste good. Make it tasty. Right. You make it taste good this time. Taste it. Make good. Taste it. It's basically saying, taste it. Taste it. Custom fit. Custom fit. Time now for maskers. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the category maskers. Maskers. Now, can I just say one thing about this? Some people thought it was pretty funny, and they've been tweeting me and pictures of masks. What do you think about these masks? We're going to a masquerade. What masks should we wear? I got news for you. I am so happy to get any sort of correspondence from the outside world because I've been in solitary confinement. So whatever kind of tweets you want to do, anything, I don't care if it's about mass or whatever, just please, if we don't break out of here, just keep in touch. So you like it when people send that stuff to oh, you? Oh, yeah, Dad. TJ seems to... I don't know if you knew this. This, is, this is very interesting. TJ seems to well, be... TJ's not upset. in fucking solitary confinement. TJ gets upset when people send those mass questions. Fingered for the death Mackie Sasser. Do you know how many times they fingered me? How many times on the way on the intake? I don't want to talk about it. I feel terrible about that. I do. You you won't be able to intake it. That's why we're breaking you out. We're going to break you out. Well, I hope so. We'll see. And then perhaps cliffhanger alert. Perhaps you'll avenge the death of Mackie Sasser. Cliffhanger alert. Why? Okay, yeah. Why would I avenge the death? Because perhaps Mackie Sasser. Didn't really die. What? This is the cliffhanger I've been waiting for because I listen to the podcast and here in Guantanamo. I've been Bay. hearing that Mackie Sasser's estate has grown triple fold. What? Triple style. How? Why? And there are rumors that Mackie Sasser might still be alive. Well, what's the? What is the part of the body between the anus and the testicles called? That's uh, called a passageway. <laughs> The Holy Passageway? <laughs> ah, well, that'll always do it every time. Let me meditate on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you ask? Why do you ask? What's the? I just wanted to keep being shocked and then, and then ask a clarifying question <laughs> that was weird. That's all. Because I thought you were trying to make a case that maybe Mackie Sasser, <laughs> that that area of his body <laughs> remains strong and that's where or he... remains that's, alive. That's where he I'm working on a horror from. film called The Passageway and it's just <laughs> that part of a zombie's body attacking people. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of making a documentary, if this rumor is true, of, called The Life, Death, and Life of Mackie Sasser. I mean, that's an amazing It's title. just a rumor. We're going to look into it on future <laughs> episodes. I'm not sure Mackie... I'm not sure. my Penderton bottle sticks. Listen, buddy, we're going to do maskers now. Before we do, uh, this is your last chance to get some uh, some tasty hot tickets to forward my, to uh, Yonderland to my to my uh, Sunnyvale show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Rooster Tea Feathers. It's my favorite. Uh, Rooster Teas. It's my favorite club uh, based on a barnyard type animal. Yeah, and it's a wonderful club. Great people over there. I like great place pigs to see pen. comedy. Rooster Tea Feathers, and again, there's a special deal. 
Uh, you just enter coupon code podcast on their website, and you get a special price for 12 and a half. I don't know where they came up with that number. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go online and click on checkout, and you'll see a green link that says add coupon, and then just punch in uh, podcast. And uh, that's uh, April 17th through 19th, Roosty Feathers. I want to see some people that listen to this podcast. I want some evidence that somebody's listening, or I cannot continue any longer. That's exactly right. Do you have right. anything coming up, uh, uh, Triscuit? You can call me Pigpen uh, Bank Because if we get out of here, do you feel like you might want to do some shows as T.J. Miller? Where would those be? I mean, Where I would, would love be? to go out there and impersonate T.J. Miller on the road. In Los Angeles, California, Wayne Fetterman's International Film Festival, I'll be screening The Bank Dick, W.C. Field's famous film. Oh, One of when's the finest films ever made. Uh, Sunday, May 3rd. Then uh, the 8th through the 10th, May 8th through the 10th, I'll be in Atlanta at the Improv in Atlanta at the Atlanta Improv in Atlanta Improv. It's hot Dad Atlanta. Zone. They call it Hot Atlanta. They call it Hot Loan. Um, and then for a while, Thursday through Sunday, the 29th through June 1st, the 29th of May through June 1st, I'll be in Zanies in Nashville. Inside Zanies. Come get Zany in yeah, Nashville. Get crazy Papa Zany. Bear. Zanify. <clears throat> Then I'll be in Bonnaroo, uh, which is in Tennessee also, the 13th, 14th, 15th. And then we, we're going to try and do a... Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's the last thing. But we're going to try and do the Omaha Funny Bone in July, oh, yeah, July, July 11th and 12th uh, and 13th. Just get, to think about that. But most importantly, we're going to do the 100th episode extravaganza. In D.C. In Washington, Dersey. I think it's May 17, 18th, something in that We're range. thinking May 16th. Yeah, yeah, May 17th or 18th. So We're going to we'll fly all the way soon. to Washington, D.C. just to do this just show. Just to see you guys, just to know what you guys look like in wow. the mirrors. So uh, people better come and flock. And we're going to party, too, because 100, 100 episodes is a lot. It feels good. You thought it would have gone this far. This is what they call Lark, right? Yeah, it's, show? this is all, this this all is happened on a Lark. We're gonna. I'm gonna read a couple maskers here before we go, uh, and you know what? Let's just jump over this fence right before we do. Huh. Weirdest fence noises. How could I not get voiceovers with this kind of stuff going on? I can do frisbees. Um, let's try a couple of these. Um, you can do a man wetting his lips very quickly. Mia Penguina, uh, who who loves to write us. Uh, 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 my little penguin. Yeah, a horse broke in and vomited all over my house. What brand cleaner should I use? Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why a horse would break in to the house. What do you think, Triscuit? Hold on. You meditating? Yeah. Hold on. Just hold on. What's happening? I'm trying to just give me one second. What's happening? <laughs> I can't think of one wordplay with horses oh, yeah, and cleaners. Doing. That's what you're doing there? You were thinking of uh, I, maybe a... Uh, How about a Quest or Clorox? Hmm, that's not bad. A, a quest, Clorox? A Quest or Clorox. Well, I'm out, guys. That's it. I mean, that's that's how you know. I'm not the real yeah, T.J. The real Miller. Deal. I'm actually the funny, and I'm not really quick to yeah. make stupid puns. Hey, Mike McMillan writes, uh, doesn't anything you put a stick into become a lollipop? No. What if you put a stick in Delta, a.k.a. a piece of shit? 
<laughs> That's no lollipop. Why don't you go licking on that? What's his username? Uh, Fuck Mike stick? McMillan. Yeah, Mike McLollipop for a dick. Just because you stick, just because you stick your stick in a <sighs> tomato doesn't make it a lollipop. Makes it a bad experience <laughs> for your past. Hey. Did you did you see the uh, bees video? Someone made a video where they just interviewed people. They just walked around and they went bees. Yeah, I know. Somebody went on the Reddit AMA and said bees. I loved it. Bees, <laughs> bees. Uh, Kendall Dickinson. We love Kendall. She's from uh, Omaha, right? Yeah, come She's on, Kendall. Nebraska. She writes air horns. A more effective alternative to pepper spray or a surprise nobody wants. Air horns. Air horns. Those really are annoying. They're stunning. They they don't do anything really good except for beyond like DJ mixtapes. That's it. Just hip hop mixtapes like wah, wah, DJ okay trauma I think in the okay building. At a sporting event, but I think you could cause a heart attack with. I wonder how many heart attacks are caused by air horns. Why, why can't they combine the whoopee cushion and the air and the air horn? <laughs> the whoopee horn, and it's just the a fucking horn. the biggest scariest the disaster. You sit down and it's like. Wah, wah. <clears throat> Actually, that's a foghorn. Yeah, here's my question, Cash. Air horn or foghorn? Because for me, it's foghorn or leghorn. Oh, But fog it's horn. always yeah. foghorn. It's definitely foghorn or leghorn every time. That's the best. Colin writes, uh, at Custer's last stand, why didn't anyone have the sense to say, if we stay here, the party dies? I don't know. If they had said that, not only would they have been confused, if we stay here... The party dies. I love your impression. If you, you really don't, are. if you don't do the dinosaur walk, everybody cries. <laughs> you really, you really, your best. Imp- you do a great T.J. Miller. Has anyone told you that? Thank That's you. the only impression you do. That's it. It's amazing. Uh, any other maskers here? Um, Caleb Maggie writes: What's more gross, finding a hair or a bird feather in your spaghetti? That's a good question. A hair or a bird, bird feather. feather? I think uh, a bird feather is way grosser. I expect hair in my food. A hair, I expect a it. Hair is pretty gross, man. A bird feather would be more whimsical, I think, in many ways. You what if it's think? a condor feather? I do like condor feathers. If, I mean, are you picturing- I do like condors. I mean, I you know, I don't eat around my condors, though, because they'll attack <laughs> and tear at your face. Um... So uh, Matt Nipples, Matty Nipples yeah. with a Z, writes, isn't everything a dildo if you try hard enough? No. See, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't you think guys so. That's like really the lollipop question. This. The ladle thing is very specific. Well, see, here's a ladle one. Potholes. This is Jake Hendrick, Henriksen. Uh, potholes, just street ladles. There you go. The potholes are street ladles. The potholes ladle. is a street ladle, especially like if there's a, a, street uh, a street lamp near there. Uh, Maya, uh, yeah, Maya Pangina. It's not Pinguina. If I dance like nobody's watching, wouldn't I accidentally knock out everyone on the dance floor? I think that's true. Maya's having problems with her with her landlord. L- listen to this. She writes, uh, uh, "I sat on my window pane and broke it. How can I hide this from my landlord?" I think the key is to just sit on the window pane for the rest of your life. Really? Yeah. Pretty easy answer. Right? That's just the way or to take do that horse that broke into the apartment and blame the horse. Get, be more. Bemo underscore UBT writes, Karen left my mom in the van. Should we see other people? 
Yeah. I think it's always a good idea to... <laughs> Last one for me. Uh, Angel Baker writes, Imitation Crab, the hot dog of the sea. Imitate. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It. A hot dog of the sea. Well, now I guess it's time for me to reveal something very specific to you, and that is that I'm actually T.J. Miller. What? Who the... Yes. What the... How yeah. the... What the... Uh, uh, how, what? Yeah, man, I, they transferred uh, Trisket, and I heard you were coming here, so I figured, you know, I'll come, I could do this, and maybe get on two episodes of your pods. Oh, my God. So Trisket's out. He's okay. Well, no, he's not okay. He's in a deeper, more dangerous... He's in some sort of compound in the middle of Colorado. Oh, my God. So I'm going to have to break him out on another episode? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. This just opens up other episode anyway, possibilities? Yeah, and I got a helicopter, so I'm going to take off. Oh, uh, well, thanks for coming on the show. isn't... Can I get room on? no there's for, no no it's, not, can, it's kind of a two person no, craft but, but but I'm flying delta D, please seriously there, I have to fly look, delta there's two the, seats but I, I have to have, delta my, I have, to have both my not, feet in a seat otherwise like a little goat I bleat TJ seriously I have to fly delta home please All right, you can do it. it but you have to put your your legs in my lap okay Deal, right. deal. Okay, put on this full body band aid because okay. it's dangerous up there. <laughs> oh, it is like sli- slipping and Ooh, sliding into the sporin just fell out. Oh, Here, let me sporin. open up this flap. I'm going to pee inside. No, 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 Now leaving Nerdist.com.